0: That's care. the balance that I like to tell people when they first come in like first of all great job coming in here It's okay. I felt like you. I still feel like you and that's our job is Going through life feeling uncomfortable and surviving it and you know coming out on the other side
1: Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to uh, KCF conversations Today, I am joined by Coach Rochelle Orchiola. Uh, sorry if I, if I get a little out of breath or I start dripping sweat. I uh, just got my butt kicked, uh, courtesy of Rochelle in today's nooner. And um, so uh, forgive me if, if I get a little out of breath here, but um, we're just gonna spend a few minutes getting to know uh, Rochelle. Rochelle's been with Kitsap CrossFit for a long time. Uh, and has been uh, a staple in our coaching staff for uh, quite a while as well. And I just want you all to uh, get to know her just a little bit better. So, Rochelle, uh, just start by, let's just go way, way back. Where are where'd you, where'd you, where'd you from? Where did you grow up?
0: Um, I grew up in Seattle, just across the water, specifically by Green Lake. Um, I've had just kind of general fitness in my life. My mom started me young, just running around Green Lake, doing things like that then i stayed home for a big chunk of my time with my kids being little doing jane fonda videos in my basement <laughs> yeah totally zumba that. the y i just knew um i mean from a physical fitness point of view that was my sanity as a stay-at-home mom for sure
1: did you play any sports or anything growing up
0: just general stuff i uh, did basketball and volleyball were my high school sports okay. if you will yeah oh, cool okay
1: yeah. um and so, and then, so, but, so fitness was always a part of your life. Mm-hmm. Fitness was always something that you were a part of, or something, was it, was it, um, was it purposeful, like you had a specific goal, or was it just about being healthy, or was it just about being active? What was, what did fitness mean to you she, growing up?
0: You know, my mom really instilled that in me, and it was most mostly from like an emotional standpoint. We would, she was a single parent, and I always just saw her. Hey, let's go for a walk. Hey, let's go on a run. Like if your mood was down, she, that's what she said. Let's go do something and then you'll feel better. So that's just was kind of imprinted in me in a really young age that when I was feeling weird, that's what I should do. And there wasn't any other explanation other than that. So I, you know, cycled around Green Lake, um, roller skated. I just knew that that was like an outlet
1: for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have siblings? I don't. don't. It's me, mean, myself, myself and, I. and I. Okay, the All three right. of
0: us. It's cool. Really...
1: Um, <clears throat> now, I do recall that before you started at Kitsap CrossFit, mm-hmm. you were working at another gym. I was. Right? Yeah. Uh, talk talk to us a little bit about that gym. It was an interesting yeah. gym, right? It
0: was a, it was a great little opportunity for me. I because I wanted to help people, and it was kind of a stepping stone to come here. But it was a circuit style gym. It was called One Two Three Fit, where clients you took them through their journey the first time around getting them familiar with machines um doing things that we called sprint bursts okay um different things like that a little bit of side private training and a lot of like in body style stuff helping them with a package so it was very basic and very simple but it was intimate it was small um so i got you know close to a lot of the members and then it closed down yeah.
1: Right. And that was shortly after you started here, or was that before? Yeah. You started here? So
0: I was working out here for maybe a year or two. That's right. And then yeah, and then I was just you know. And the owner of that place here. actually started
1: working out here. Yeah, right? he that was, was working out, out here too. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, so you had obviously you, you worked out a lot, or you you exercise. Let's say you exercised yeah. a lot throughout your whole life, yeah. and then you worked at a gym. Mm-hmm. And then what 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 brought you in here? What brought you to Kitsap CrossFit?
0: Well, specifically, my son. You were across the water doing seminar in Seattle, and this was 10 years ago, um, and my son took a training from you, and um, he said, Mom, you have to meet this guy, Dan. It's all, and I was just like, I'm not meeting some guy named Dan and doing this intro, if you will, because he said it was one-on-one, just doing a thing. So I waited and hemmed and hawed, and he kept texting me. Dan's waiting for you, <laughs> because he had made an appointment and I didn't know about it. So uh, long story short, I did come in for my intro when we were a tiny little gym, and I was scared shitless, <laughs> And but I did it. And then I thought, okay, I'm gonna just do this thing. My son was home for the summer, yeah. and then he was going into ranger school, so I said, tapping out when he's done, but I will come and be with my son if your son wants you to work out you should so I did and then he went to Ranger school and damn it I met a bunch of really cool people and I just
1: and couldn't stay. leave I you couldn't stay. leave I got <laughs> hooked
0: really bad so,
1: it's so funny I'll never forget that time uh, when Anthony came in and, and started with us and I didn't realize that he that he so he went to a level one I don't know
0: if you were coaching okay because I, I don't think he did it. Tr- I God, don't think he okay. did level one. So
1: I remember when he came in and he was all fired up and excited. And I think he had done some CrossFit stuff at, in college. Yeah. Or, did he do ROTC? He did. Yeah. So I thought he'd done some CrossFit style stuff with that. And then he came in. And I remember him always saying, like, yeah, I'm trying to get my mom to come in here. I'm trying yeah. to get my mom in here. And I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. And then one day you did come in for your intro. Yeah. And I remember when I first met you, it was very apparent to me that it wasn't your first day in the gym. Like you, you, it was obvious when you first came in that you, that you were working out. Like you, you, you walked the walk of someone who, who looked like they were working out. I and, um, and then later, uh, Anthony's like, Oh yeah. So my mom came up for the intro. And I was like, she did. He goes, he goes, yeah, her name's Rochelle. And I was I'm like, so
0: memorable. Holy
1: crap. No, it was like, cause you didn't say anything about Anthony. I in don't your think intro. I did. I was just, and, and he said, myself. yeah, my mom Rochelle. And I was like, That was your mom. I'm like, holy (laughs) crap! I honestly, I think I said something like, "She's jacked!" Yeah, you came in looking pretty fit, right? So uh, again, it was very obvious. So that's just that's gonna be a memory that sticks with me forever. Your first day in the gym. Yeah. And I was, and I remember thinking like, "Geez, Anthony, you didn't you didn't tell me your mom was gonna be coming in already fit." Right. Right? So so that was cool. Okay, (laughs) so. You came in, you were going to be here for a month or so, and then you were yeah. just going to sneak back out, yeah. do the, the famous... Go stay. Do the them. famous Rochelle Irish goodbye, I right? do that. <laughs> you're it's, you're it's the master. It's my jam.
0: Um, I won't do it to any of you, though. But
1: you didn't. You stuck around. No. You yeah. stayed. Um, what, what? I mean, you said you, you met some people. What? Yeah. What? Like? What kept you?
0: Well, I think... You know, initially we come in for some certain reason, whether it's weight loss or fitness, I came in because my son told me to. And then I just, uh, I think the initial first thing was just the variance, the difference in the workouts. Honestly, it started happening to me so fast, I just looked forward to it every day and I didn't have time to cry or moan about anything because I knew it was gonna be different tomorrow. And then, um One of my first workouts was like some death by (laughs) running with Kirsten Murray and I mean like way back in the day and the encouragement of people, that just really tripped me out because I've been in class settings before, but nobody cheered for you or said anything personal really unless you met them after. So that piece, so the variance in the workouts and the camaraderie with people actually talking to me or encouraging me, that was really cool. Yeah, and because I don't remember, you know, every day like, oh, I'm out of here, I'm out of here. No, it was pretty quick that I I got really sucked in. Yeah, yeah. One of my
1: uh, speaking of encouragement and stuff like that. One of my other fond memories, favorite memories, uh, was from the open. Yeah. Uh, when oh you man. got that seventy-five-pound snatch yeah, yeah. in the open, and in the middle of the workout, you you nailed the lift. In the middle of the workout, you started dancing Ooh. and you're hooting. On. We've got it on video I did somewhere. It. It, it, every once in a while, that video uh, pops up, you. and it was just yeah. it was such a it was such a magical moment. Yeah. And uh, it really defined why we encourage people to participate in the open because. Mm-hmm that was a number that you had been stuck at. Like you couldn't get that 75 pound snatch. Yeah. And then all of a sudden in the middle of a workout when you're already exhausted, yeah. you nail the lift <laughs> that we all knew you could do anyways. Right. right. But it was just, you know, we all have that sort of sticking point. Oh yeah. And to be able to capture that on, on video is such a cool thing. And it just, it's another one of those moments. Like there's, you know, I think about over the last dozen or so years, there are just these little, Moments that will just stick with me uh, forever, yeah. and that, and that's one of them. That was yeah. super cool. Do you remember? Do you remember that?
0: I totally do. I literally stood. I, Does that count? Yeah. <laughs> and then I looked over at Jana, and we just I think we hugged and high fived. Yeah, because I think and she did, ended up doing the same yeah. thing. Right? And we like all stopped, you know, right in the middle of the workout to celebrate and dance and dance and dance. Yes, always dance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's those are the exciting times. And now as a coach, I get to see that. Excited look on other people's faces and that's what gets everybody fired up around here. Just being proud of each other
1: uh, When did you when did you start to realize or when did you come to the decision that? Transitioning from just being an athlete here to mm-hmm. being a coach and a, and a mentor to people mm-hmm. How did that happen? Do you remember?
0: Yeah, I mean I was approached I um, to coach probably just because of my demeanor. I remember you just literally saying, you know, the first step is if you care about somebody, because I didn't, I didn't see it in myself at all. So um, and I thought, well, I can do that. I can care enough to come in and see what you're doing and try and help you move better. So um, I was excited and extremely nervous, uh-huh. and it's taken <laughs> taken uh, taken a lot for me to build. Confidence, but now I can't turn away. I can't. How could I not share what we do here? How could I not dive into somebody who's in a train wreck situation and help them? So, but it, it was a journey for sure.
1: Yeah, I do recall that. I remember uh, sort of having to talk you off a ledge yeah. a couple of times and then also having to kind of give you the verbal you like push from behind. <laughs> <leg>. <laughs> maybe, maybe I did that. I you think did it was. It. I, and, and I know, you, not, I think, I know for me it was because it's, it's sort of like when you're coaching someone and you know, they have the ability to lift that weight, Yeah. but they're telling themselves, no, I can't do it. I no, I can't do it. Can't. And that's what I saw in you with your coaching. Mm-hmm. Like you kept saying, Oh, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. I'm like, I know you can. I've seen you do it. I, mm-hmm. you've, you've already demonstrated the ability to do it, you know, mm-hmm. and going back to something that you said about, you know, um, you said that I said that, you know, the first thing is you have to care about people, yeah. right? And that's, that is the key. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to minimize the importance of someone knowing how to teach a movement of someone, someone being able to recognize faults and errors and movements and then being able to correct those movements. Yeah. That's really, really important, it is. but it's not more important than caring about people because yeah. if you don't care, then you won't even care enough to help someone get better. Yeah. Right? But, and I can't teach someone to care. Right. I can teach someone to see movement, but I can't teach someone to care. So yeah. the first thing we have to see is, is it obvious to us that you care about people? And mm-hmm. is it obvious to them that you care about them? Right. Because they will follow you through the, you know, as they say, through the gates of hell. Yeah. If they know you care about them. Yeah. Right? But you can be the, the most technically savvy coach in the world, mm-hmm. but if it's not apparent that you care about them, yeah. then no one Cares. And that's what you
0: said literally and I built my foundation off that every time I was getting insecure or we, you know I would just go back to that Rochelle you care you have your list of things that you're doing, you know and so it's just gaining and building that Trust and learning constantly learning That's what really helped um, just filling your basket with all of your tools on a regular basis to build that confidence behind you so that over time it does get easier it does but you're challenge still daily I but even it.
1: still I mean even <clears throat> I mean how long have you been coaching now
0: just a little over five years right it feels like a lot longer
1: it does but even do you still get nervous if you co- when you coach a class
0: I do and I think that's good Absolutely. I, I even tell members or you know that are getting ready for a workout you got that little feeling and you've said that a lot That'd be weird if you weren't nervous. I was
1: nervous right before the start. I you asked me, you're you like, should. Dan, are you ready for this? And I paused. Right? Yeah. I, I didn't jump right in and be like, Yeah, Rochelle, start that clock. I can't wait to do these box know, jumps and right? bike and sumo the high pools. Like, mm-hmm. no. I, so I, having uh,
0: you guys have trained me to having that humble feeling, having that nervousness feeling, and being yourself, sharing that, or you know, also never let them see you sweat. But it's okay to be yourself and fumble a little because that's your personality can come out. And then you can get through that, you know, so, yeah.
1: yeah. I think those are important skills, like, not as skills, but traits, right? Mm-hmm. Humility, obviously, is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, again, it, it nobody's perfect. Yeah. And I think it's important for people to see that we have imperfections, we make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean it has to be the end of the world. Right. right. And so, to me, again, those are, those are key qualities of a coach. That's Care. the
0: balance that I like to tell people when they first come in like first of all great job coming in here it's okay I felt like you I still feel like you and that's our job is going through life feeling uncomfortable and surviving it and you know coming out on the other side
1: yeah so it's okay now <clears throat> you coach a variety of different classes here mm-hmm. you coach teens you coach our adult classes you even coach kids a few times I right um, but I think where you've really made a name for yourself is in coaching our legends group i love our right? legends i'm gonna um, be one yeah <laughs> and our legends love you um and that's a that's a class that that's a group that takes a. Um, I don't know how i want to say it like i don't want to say it, like takes a special skill but there it's definitely um there are some challenges in 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 coaching that group that you might not see in, in coaching other groups yeah um what is it about that group that that just draws you in so much
0: I like that personal, intimate part. Yes, big general classes are super fun, really hyped up, but it's uh, a lot quicker pace, and and you you just they follow along. I'm not saying that legends are there. It's different, kind of like kids. It's you're diving in more into their personal lives, into how each individual is moving, and you're slowing it way down, and speaking just in really general terms, although you should do that in all of your classes, but legends, it's a slower pace. I need to come in with each one of them and need, they need to know that I care that their knee is bugging them and it has been bugging them for years and just assuring them that we're gonna take them on this journey and I'm not gonna make them do something that they're not able to do. Right. That's the other really cool part about this gym, like you've told me when I first started, I'm not going to force you to do something you cannot do. So I feel we're all master scalers, but that part gets me super excited when they come in wide-eyed looking at that whiteboard, and they don't know how they're going to do it, and they do it. And it might look really different from person to person, but that makes me really, really happy and just that they can move whatever that looks like. What's the...
1: And for those that don't know, our Legends uh, program is a, is a class that we have for those who are 60 years old and older. Mm-hmm. Although, I think if we analyze the ages in that group, it's it probably Late trends 70s. closer to 75 mm-hmm. than it does 60, right? The average. Yeah. But we have 88, 89, 90-year-olds. Yep. Yep. Um, what's the biggest challenge which, with coaching a group like that?
0: Well, people, um, you know, you re- you have to run a tight ship. even though it's a little more casual calmer environment you run a tight ship and you're very specific with the details that you want to tell them um you know they call like herding cats well they just people don't just wander off but just you know knowing a bigger audience and having a lot of different tools and being ready on the fly i think is is the biggest part i don't know i don't have any like how coach? has
1: um or has coaching legends how has that influenced how you coach other classes has it helped has it helped develop you as a coach when you're coaching say yeah. an adult class or a teens class or something like that are there lessons that you can take from coaching legends to to those Absolutely. groups Absolutely.
0: Yeah, being more patient and even talking with high-end athletes like you should we should be coming in just this personal with everyone. Everyone needs that special time in their day. This that's another thing you'd always said. This should be the best hour of your day, right here. So I've learned to slow down, even in regular classes, and be calmer, and not just be the oh, in charge. Okay, we're running a show here. So it has taught me to slow down and and zoom in to each person uh, with high end abilities and low. Just making each person feel very comfortable in that class. So.
1: Slowing
0: down, yeah, I think
1: that's it. Do you have any particular uh, favorite success stories from legends that you can think of? Anything that that they've told you that they've been able to do now that they couldn't do before? Well,
0: so many. So uh, a big one I get, especially this time or in the fall, is travel. Oh my gosh, Rochelle, when I went on that trip and that luggage and do you know out in my yard, I've been weeding? That's a squat, they say, you know? And so the relation to that is really huge and that's how when new people come in for intros or any I'm like you know we call it this fancy thing but do you know when you sit down in that toilet every day it's a squat or a clean and jerk is you know put it picking something up off the ground and placing it on the shelf so I enjoy that functional part of what we do because it's so basic but yet with that twist of challenge and um, intensity that we bring to it but yeah legends across the board are constantly talking about their daily lives and I'm so thankful Uh, well Lee scooping her dog up off the ground from an owl she was like thank you CrossFit because (laughs) it's bursting out so yes constant constantly hearing about how it affects our daily life
1: okay yeah Um, how would you describe your how would you describe your coaching style
0: oh wow fun is the first and foremost with a light environment. That's how I like to approach it. But then you have to have a good balance in there and dig in to the meat of the things. But first of all, I just want everybody to come in. I don't know what anybody's day is looking like and I want them to feel welcome and for them to know that it's going to be fun regardless of the chate workout that <laughs> we might be doing that's going to be so good for you. And then we dive in and um, so style. Well, I hope that I'm a little bit well-rounded with a fun, a uh, little emphasis on having fun. And I always say that work your ass off, and we, you know, and have fun, and we get a little fit on the side being with our friends. Yeah. Trust in the program. <clears throat> Just show up. We'll make it happen.
1: A lot there. People have sort of uh, referred to you sort of as like the mama bear of the gym, <laughs> right? And I think. Um, I think that describes your uh, your coaching style as well. Like, mm-hmm. you're sort of the protector, people feel comfortable coming to you because mm-hmm. you're like the mama bear, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you've got a little bit of a roar <laughs> and you're gonna let the little cubs know when they're getting out of line. And again, if I, I just think back to uh, moments um, throughout the KCF years that I remember, and if I think about uh, moments of Rochelle coaching, yeah, uh, I remember one particular time doing a workout and it had push-ups in it mm-hmm. and you called me out in the middle of the workout <laughs> for the push-ups right because my elbows were flaring or something like that mm-hmm. a, on a very simple movement right or a seemingly simple movement like a push-up you didn't let me get away with not doing it as well as you knew i could do it right and i think i think that defines the way that you coach is that people feel very comfortable around you because mm-hmm. they know you you know they know that uh, we're having fun and we're doing all this and you're very you have, you're very motivating and all that but at the same time you don't let people get away with things. Yeah. Especially if you know that they're capable of something. You hold people accountable. And I think that's why people have a lot of faith and trust in you. And I think that's why the legends, they know, like, they could go to other places where the instructor sits and let them do what they do. Like, right. whatever, I'm do glad. Do your thing. Just do your thing. You're yeah. here and you're paying your money and that's mm-hmm, great, right? Mm-hmm. I think part of it, the reason that they come here is they know that you're going to you're gonna hold them accountable and you're yeah. going to push them a little bit. And you're gonna You're going to make them work a little bit harder than, than they probably wanted to, or maybe even thought that they were capable of.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've, we've got to ride this journey out in style. So I do have, I'm, I want everyone to come in and I'm proud of you. Yes. For showing up, but we have a big responsibility to make this earth suit last us a lifetime. So I do like if you don't lose it, just keep squatting or else you're going to need assistance. It, It makes me a little nervous and it's my job it's our job how can we not keep motivating and keep going just keep moving even with injury get your butt in here you've got to keep moving the rest of your life
1: yeah you know I was gonna ask you like is there any type of uh, advice that you would have for someone someone who is interested in like maybe not even just starting, necessarily starting CrossFit, but just getting fitter. So, mm-hmm. some sort of advice you'd give them? And I think you almost just said it right there. Yeah. I, I, think, I think you just sort of wrapped, uh, summarized sort of your philosophy on mm-hmm. fitness. But is there any, thinking of it that way, like your philosophy on fitness and health. Yeah. Where, what would you say that is?
0: Gee, I know. I look back and I roll back on how I started and you've got to start simple. You've got to meet yourself where you're at. Don't overthink it and just get your ass in here or somewhere and then it is your job stay out of your head and just get in here eat as best as you can don't be too hard on yourself because that's a, typically what happens to well i'm gonna start this and i got my list and i'm gonna do all this in an hour and, no, and then we don't see anyone so get a trainer get in here come where we can guide you in this and then it's not so bad and so We'll meet you where you're at in your fitness. Start simple and just build. You have to move for the rest of your life. So we'll build that up. If you start, if you go too fast too soon, you're gonna get defeated or injured. So um, it's never too late, even 60, 70. It's never, ever, ever too late. You can make huge differences in your life at any time in your life any day in your life just sleeping better and getting so proud of yourself for moving and you're just going to be like wow I don't know it's really that simple just start doing a little something and we'll help you just come in here
1: absolutely and I I can't say this enough if you haven't had the opportunity to be coached by Rochelle check out the schedule see when she's on the schedule and and definitely uh, come in and do one of her classes Uh, like I said she does a great job of, of holding you accountable uh but keeping it fun at the same time uh we absolutely love having <laughs> you on our staff and uh, uh i i hope that doesn't sound like a like a, not a demeaning term but like that mama bear thing like sometimes yeah. it can be sort of off-putting but huh. i really do think like that it. you kind of help uh You're kind of sort of the glue that kind of holds us together. And uh, you know why? It's
0: because I'm old, Dan. And I can see all the ends of things from our kids' classes to our legends. I've experienced it. And I know how everybody is feeling in these moments, if you will. So it's just never too late. And I, yeah, I'll be that bear
1: for you, whatever you need. If you need a
0: hug, I'm there. Or if you need a kick in the booty, I'm there.
1: She, somehow she has the ability to give you both at the same time. A <laughs> hug and a kick in the booty at the same time. So it's, it's pretty impressive. Keeping but,
0: it uh, real with Rochelle.
1: That's right. Uh, look for that podcast to be coming out <laughs> real soon. Keeping it real with Rochelle uh, may not be uh, absolutely uh, Appropriate. work and family safe. Right. Right. There might be some language in there, but uh, it'll it'll definitely keep it real. It's coming. So, it's all right. Coming. Well, thanks for joining us, Rochelle. Anytime. Uh, thanks to everyone for uh, listening in. Please uh, like and subscribe uh, the podcast. Like and subscribe the uh, YouTube channel. And uh, like I said, come on in and check out a class that Rochelle's uh, coaching. Uh, I know you'll appreciate it, uh, and you'll get your butt kicked, and and you'll get hugged at the same time. <laughs> Ciao. Bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs>